This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Have you ever converted a presentation into a video for your website or for your blog? Do you ever convert webinars to podcasts to promote your business? Do you use rolling presentations in your reception area, the cafeteria, or trade shows? Well, maybe you should. Today, I'll cover ways to get more mileage out of your marketing budget by repurposing your presentations. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible is the internet's leading provider of audiobooks. They have more than 75,000 downloadable titles, and it's across all literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. And because you're a listener of this podcast, you can get a free audiobook of your choice. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. Okay, so when was the last time that that great presentation you created saw the light of day? For most of us, I think our presentations sit lost on our hard drives, waiting for a new audience to wow. But quality content, it can definitely build your brand. It can showcase your experience, your expertise, and perhaps, most importantly, it can generate targeted leads for your business. So by repurposing proven presentations, you'll get more bang for your buck, especially in these times of tight budgets. It's cheaper, faster, and easier to extend the life of your presentations by repurposing them for high-impact online and offline collateral. I think of presentations as just the first step in the content marketing optimization process. So here are six quick and dirty steps for content repurposing. Step one, before you work on your presentation, you need to ask yourself, What do you want the audience to say, know, or do differently as a result of hearing you speak? The answer to that question will keep you focused on your main message. A few years ago, I had a client, Dr. Abidi. She had just joined a hospital-based women's internal medicine practice, and she was invited to speak at a conference. So I asked her, what are your goals? And she said, I'd like women to understand typical health screenings because they're so important that we often just don't have time during our office visits to really explain the importance of the routine health screenings. So here's how we define the goals for Dr. Beatty's presentation. One, to educate women about typical health screenings and issues. Two, to attract new patients to her practice. Three, to create goodwill in the community. And four, to refine her public speaking skills. That's why she hired me. So in this particular case, her goal was lead generation. She purposely chose a broad topic. She wanted something that was beyond the specific services of her practice so that she could attract a large audience. Typically, by focusing on industry trends or informational how-tos and tips, or discussing a relevant case study, you'll attract a larger audience. All of these types of presentations have a much longer shelf life than anything that's product-specific. Step two, by starting with your goals, you can then plan the best way to meet those goals with your content. In Dr. Obedi's case, We transformed academic facts and statistics into an infotainment presentation. That's a combination of information and entertainment. Since her goal was to appeal to the emotions of her audience, we created a highly visual presentation and we focused on real patient stories. We wanted to highlight the importance of typical health screenings. So we chose emotional stories, ones that showcase the dire consequences of failing to get regular screenings as well as ones that were uplifting tales of prevention. We also made sure to sprinkle a dose of humor throughout to keep the audience interested. Step three, 
Effective organization of your content is critical for repurposing. I always suggest thinking of longer presentations as several mini presentations delivered on the same day. It's like chapters in a book. Each segment needs to have an entertaining opening, an organized middle, and a creative finish. So here's a good guideline. For every five minutes of content, that should make up a mini segment. And those mini segments, they should be strong enough to stand alone. Step four is plan ahead. In order to repurpose your work in the future, you'll need to plan ahead. And that is, you'll need to plan ahead so that you can capture as many forms of the content the first time around. I had encouraged Dr. Abidi to make a high quality audio recording during the live event. She just wore a portable recording device. I also encouraged her to record the questions that she was asked throughout the day. She assumed the recordings were to help her improve her speaking skills, but that's not all they would do. After the live event, the hospital divided the presentation slides and the audio recordings into six short segments, about 45 minutes each. The slides and the audio were then imported into a video software to create 12 short podcasts. The recordings of the presentation and of the questions that were asked during the event, they were sent for transcription. And then from the transcription, several documents emerged. We had short articles, a series of blog posts, and a frequently asked questions guide in an interactive PDF format. So by creating the FAQ from audience questions, the answers were guaranteed to focus on the real concerns of that target audience. So just by planning ahead and recording the presentation, Dr. Beattie and her colleagues were able to repurpose that content into many useful formats. And perhaps most importantly, this allowed that presentation to work for the medical practice long after that conference ended. So what's the last step? Step six. All of that video and audio, plus the articles, the blog posts, the FAQ guide, they were all posted to the hospital website. The web-based articles and blog posts were keyword and search optimized, so we were sure that the content could be found with a web search. In this way, the content continues to meet the goals of Dr. Abidi. So there you have it, six steps for repurposing your content. First, create goals for your presentation. Next, create content that best meets those goals. Organize the content into mini presentations. Make sure you plan ahead so that you can create a variety of formats. And finally, you need to optimize for search so that your content can be easily found. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. And yes, this content for this podcast was repurposed from a presentation. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks. They have more than 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature. And they also feature audio versions of many of the New York Times bestsellers. In fact, one great book you should consider is Guy Kawasaki's Enchantment, The Art of Changing Hearts, Minds, and Actions. I actually listened to this book and I also read this book separately. That's how good I thought the book was. You could listen to it too because Audible is offering a free audiobook just to try out their service. So you could get Guy Kawasaki's book or any book of your choice by going to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. 
Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <music>